T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sandwiched in the middle of our EV conversations here on Brian & Company uh, is the Middle East. And the extension, I think, of two days of the ceasefire between Hamas and Israel, and hostages are still being released. Still many, many uh, are being held, though. And uh, a really good conversation to have, as always, is with Professor Jeremy Pressman. He's the Director of Middle East Studies at the University of Connecticut. Uh, he joins us here on Brian & Company. Professor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm well. Um, you know, I, I was going to start with some specific questions about it, but in general, you know, with your academic hat on or your poli-sci analyst hat on, I mean, how do you view how things are going? Uh, I mean, it's good to have a pause in the fighting, you know, I think for both sides. Um, but it's just a pause. And, uh, you know, it, it's very possible in the next few days we could see a renewal of, of the confrontation. Um I think both parties, and by that I mean the Israeli government and Hamas, are struggling to achieve some of the objectives that they've talked about uh, over the last uh, six weeks, seven weeks or so. And and I think that's something that's going to continue. You know, in some ways, it's strange because it, it feels, it never felt like this before. I use the chess and checkers metaphor that, you know, that Israel, everyone just assumes Israel's playing chess and everyone else playing checkers, but it doesn't feel that way. And they've, and, and they've been a step behind. Some of the conventional wisdom is that a ceasefire really plays into Hamas's hands. How is that the case? And is it actually the case? I don't think we know for sure. I think on the one hand, you could say that this gives Hamas a breather. It's fighters in Gaza were obviously under intense Israeli military pressure. Um, a number of them were killed. We don't know exactly how many estimates range from 1,000 to 5,000 uh, killed. So, you know, some people would say, so this relieves the pressure on Hamas and gives them a chance to regroup. Uh, at the same time, it also gives Israel a chance to regroup. It gives Israel a chance to strategize about what its next moves are on the ground. And also it gives the Israeli leadership a chance to try and think about the really big question, or, or I should say one of the really big questions uh, that follows is, is at some point the war as a war is going to end, whether that's next week or whether that's weeks from now or whether that's months from now. And I, I still don't think either the Israeli government or the U.S. government or sort of the wider international community knows exactly what it wants to do in Gaza and, and maybe knows exactly is a little bit uh, unfair that, you know, there's so many different proposals and, and there's nothing that seems like it's a stable solution at this point. Well, you know, we're talking with Professor Jeremy Pressman, who's the director of Middle East Studies at UConn. Well, that brings me to this the thing about, you know, with Russia, it's pretty obvious they're trying to 
really just destroy a nation. And I've been, you know, the one thing that's really gives me pause, I don't know about the, the accuracy of information on casualties, and we'll get to that in a second, but the destruction of infrastructure and actual structures in Gaza is troubling because it's a mess. And, and something, like you said, it's going to end. And I'm just curious about Israel's strategy here. I mean, this it seems very 20th century to go in there and bomb the daylights out of something, but then you have to deal with it later when... Uh, you have to rebuild a whole area. Yeah, well, I, I think we should start, though, by questioning ourselves about always taking a sort of strategic framework to try and understand why governments or armed groups do what they do. Sometimes it's not strategy. Sometimes it's emotion. And and the attack on October 7th was such a brutal, surprise, deadly attack with, as we know, 1,200 Israelis, mostly civilians, killed that from an emotional perspective, yeah, it may not make sense to, to blow up all these buildings and kill this many Palestinians. But from an emotional perspective, the desire for the anger, the, the, the desire maybe for vengeance, maybe that explains why some of this, some of this conduct on the part of the Israeli military. So, so I would first say, let, let's remember that there's also an emotional component to how people interact right. with each other, how countries, how uh, militants, et cetera, interact with each other. From, from the strategic perspective, uh, you know, Israel has laid out a number of goals. Some of them are conflicting. Obviously, Israel wants to free all the hostages, and there's been obviously progress on that in the last few days. At the same time, Israel has said it wants to destroy Hamas. Hamas cannot rule. Uh, recently, President Biden yesterday said that uh, a slightly different formulation that Hamas can't rule, but that's not necessarily the same as saying that Hamas has to be destroyed. So it's it's very difficult objective to achieve that that the Israeli government has laid out for its uh, for its military, and I think that's going to be one of the challenges going forward. The last thing I'll say is that, you know, I think some military analysts are looking at this and wondering not only about the level of destruction in Gaza, but also the extent to which that, that potentially creates tomorrow's terrorists, right? Are you yeah. killing one Hamas member now and motivating two for tomorrow? And, and that's something that the longer this goes on, the more challenging that calculation yeah, becomes. There's no doubt about it. Um, I think it's a, a good point. Last question for Professor Jeremy Pressman, uh, Director of Middle East Studies at UConn, is information, you know, I and I've talked about a, a lot on this show about how my dependence on Twitter now X or whatever you want to call it, and you can truly like within three or four posts get oppositional information, and we we don't even know what's verifiable from the casualties to the children who are reportedly been killed in this conflict, a whole bunch of other things. I'm just curious, you know, I don't know what access you have to primary sources, but how do you find? information that you can go with? I guess it boils down to trying to look for multiple sources. <laughs> you know, the, the basics of what we try and teach students uh, when they're doing any kind of research that don't rely on one source, look for multiple sources, look for inconsistencies. But multiple sources and, can source the same source for that information. That's the kind of the problem with social media. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and, and, and I hear you. It's a, it's a problem. Um, and then we, I think just to, to take it with a grain of salt, you know, that it's going to take some time to unpack things. Um, Israel initially thought 1,400 Israelis and others were killed in the initial attack. Um, that was 
revised to 1,200. That's not any kind of conspiracy. That's just in the heat of the moment, it's hard to know exactly how everything plays out. But I, I would say that both on the Israeli side and on the Palestinian side, I would expect that these casualty numbers are largely going to hold up because the, 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 the video that we're seeing from October 7th forward and, and the, the level of destruction in Gaza would be consistent with, with right. both the initial level of Israeli casualties and, and something like the, the numbers we're hearing of so you hear, casualties. So you hear 8,000 children killed, that you think that that's plausible, is your point? I think it's very, sadly, I think it's, it's very plausible. I mean, you know, would I hope that it's not? Of course. But, but sadly, I think it's plausible. That doesn't mean it's certain. We're going to hear more uh, as, as things move into the future. But, yes, it seems plausible yeah. given the number. And then there's, you know, some, some, of, the, some of the scenes that we, we know have been staged um, within. So it's so, so difficult. But I appreciate you giving a little bit of sense of, of your approach. Professor, we, we, we always are grateful for the time and the check-in. So thank you so much. Okay, thanks for having me, Brian. All right, Professor Jeremy Pressman. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.